0: It shows you there
1: is a thread of extremism, and particularly racially motivated extremism, in this country that is also now directed at uh, institutions of government. Uh, So these are things that our security professionals are very focused on right now, and as we saw last night, for good reason.
2: It's terrifying. Andrew McCabe, thank you for all that.
1: Ah, yes, the disgraced former FBI employee uh, caught lying and misrepresenting again and again, naturally hired by CNN to be one of their experts on law enforcement matters, and then lying to the dwindling number of CNN viewers. The uh, racist, and I love racism directed at the government. That is, that's kind of like the other day we had the thing where the transgender... Abortion people got together, right? That was at the Nebraska, of all places, at the State House, there where I think at least six people were arrested because of the violence, because of the, uh, you know, attacking the police and so on. And it was an insurrection. It was at the State House, it was a rebellion against uh, civil authority, against elected officials and so on, and uh, attacking violently the police uh, naturally, because that's part of the program. And that's been made normal, like looting at uh, Target and CVS and Walgreens and the grocery store and pretty much any place else, and at the My Eye Doctor. Is that what it's called, My Eye Doctor, or Your Eye Doctor? Something like that. And uh, looting, Uh, the Democrats have made looting normal. They've normalized looting. Pretty amazing times we're living in. Uh, And now the uh, white racist, white supremacist is uh, named Sa'i Varshith Kandula, Sa'i Varshith von Kandula. Dula is the, uh, the 19-year-old perpetrator that was taken into custody outside the White House last night with his U-Haul truck. And uh, the media are uh, doing what they do with everything all the time, spinning it. Uh, doesn't matter what the facts are, if facts be damned. And not noticing anything peculiar about any of this, uh, even though there's plenty of peculiar stuff about all this. Uh, and I love that CNN uses Andrew McCabe, uh, who is famous for one thing, and that is being a liar. Kind of amazing. I hope they're paying him a lot of money, and I'm sure that they are. And pay no attention to those terrible white supremacists. Uh, Honestly, there have been more non-binary, transgender, suicide attack, mass murders lately than, um, you know, they they love to cite Tim McVeigh. Tim McVeigh, what year was that, 1996 or something like that? Uh, Bill Clinton was president. And and, uh, beyond that, it's uh, January 6th. Somebody had a Confederate flag. And Andrew McCabe lies that there were Nazi flags on Capitol Hill on January 6th. No, there weren't, but uh, he goes and he, he says that anyway. Just, uh, just remarkable stuff. So there it is. We, we got that going. Also, uh, a lot of other stuff uh, happening. Have you seen that? It's all over the Internet today. And I, I, I can't find an actual reliable source, but the New York George Soros-funded district attorney, who is um, a radical leftist, he's pro-crime and pro-criminal and anti-police and, and anti-humanity and civilization, just, just my uh, estimation of Alvin Breck. There are reports, and they're just everywhere all over the Internet now, that he has a net worth, uh, career government uh, lawyer type, a net worth of uh, between 41 and $42 million. That's everywhere all over the Internet. Now, I can't find an actual reliable, source. I don't have his bank records, uh, or anything like that. I haven't seen him bragging about it uh, on television. But that's, uh, if true, as, who is that, James Clyburn, uh, Congressman James Clyburn, his standard is, if true, you know, that could be a, a big uh, deal. There are other online said now he's worth $2 million to $3 million, but, but uh, others say 41, and they're all over the place, 41 to 42. And if you can't believe everything you read on the Internet, what can you believe? So I don't know. Uh, It requires more investigation, to be sure, but kind of interesting. Speaking of billionaires, who's speaking of billionaires? Completely crazy Jeff Bezos news, because Jeff Bezos, you know. Uh, Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, the lady that sued Donald Trump over an incident that happened in a dressing room at Bergdorf Goodman Department Store, most expensive department store on the planet, perhaps, in uh, New York City, New York, New York, the city that never sweeps and uh, she sued him, and she got about $5 million in this, this suit recently. Well, then President Trump went on to the CNN town hall. And on the CNN town hall, he, uh, he said uh, things about her that were not favorable. And um, now she's suing him again, this time for $10 million. Got almost $5 million last time. Now, Trump faces $10 million defamation claim by E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Do you think her friends call her E. Jean? E. Jean Carroll, after CNN town hall remarks. This is the latest report. E. Jean Carroll filed court papers on Monday, that's yesterday, seeking very substantial monetary damages from Donald Trump for making scathing remarks about her at a CNN town hall a day after the former president lost a $5 million lawsuit to the writer. She's a writer. She writes lawsuits, I think. Carol is now seeking no less than $10 million from Trump in damages in her original lawsuit in light of what he said May 10th on CNN. The move comes after lawyers asked Manhattan federal court judge for permission to amend that first defamation lawsuit. Sure, why not? They did away with the statute of limitations just for this case, and then they're going to restore the statute of limitations come uh, Thanksgiving Day, later this year. They did away with the statute of limitations, or the statutes, plural, of limitation, uh, and then they filed this suit against President Trump, and then the repeal of the statutes of limitation will be restored this coming Thanksgiving. So it looks like kind of a one-use uh, law that they uh, out there. But the, uh, the president said, uh, said mean things about her. On uh, CNN, so now she's coming back for another and helpin' of his hospitality. Um, mm, 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 mm. So there you go. Falsely said, uh, and, and uh, I mean, this is completely crazy. Carol's new proposal, amended lawsuit, uh, proposed amended lawsuit, notes that during the CNN town hall interview, is that what it was—an interview or a town hall? Because it was—I thought it was a town hall, and there were people there. Trump falsely stated that he did not sexually abuse Carol. I think that's actually what the jury found uh, in, the, uh, in the case as well. That he has no idea who Carol was and that Carol's now proven accusation was, quote, fake and a made-up story created by a whack job. Now, the thing is, the, uh, the jury finding in that uh, original uh, court case was uh, very interesting in a lot of ways. But I don't need to get into all the details of that. They, they found that he did not sexually assault her, but he defamed her by saying that he did not sexually assault her, which was rather intellectually and probably legally incongruous, but only if you're paying attention. Now, Jeff Bezos is the owner of the Washington Post. He's a billionaire, no doubt about it. And he, uh, I, I, my best girl and I were on an airplane an American Airlines airplane flying from Ronald Reagan Airport in Washington, D.C. to Chicago's O'Hare Airport and uh, reading the Washington Post because, you know, it's like tapping into the enemy dispatches. And a kind of amazing story appeared that he just won an award. Uh, and Well, it was awarded a, a contract. It wasn't a loose site block or something like that. But he was given. He has this uh, space program, kind of like Elon Musk has space program, but Elon Musk is way ahead of Jeff Bezos and his space program. But in the Washington Post on Saturday, Bezos Blue Origin, that's the name of his uh, space program, wins NASA contract to land astronauts on the moon. Blue Origin beat Dynetics, a subsidiary of Lidos for a mission that would occur after two human landings by SpaceX. That is, of course, Elon Musk. He has SpaceX and and uh, uh, Bezos has Blue Origin. He's Dr. Evil, of course, if you look at him closely. It looks like Dr. Evil was based on Jeff Bezos. Blue Origin won a coveted NASA contract on Friday to develop a spacecraft that could land humans on the surface of the moon, a major victory and redemption for Jeff Bezos' space venture two years after it lost out on a similar contract to Elon Musk and SpaceX. (laughs) See, but then Elon Musk bought Twitter. And that's where he went wrong with the Democrat Party. And now, you see, this time Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos, owner of the Washington Post, Beat uh, Dynetics, a subsidiary. Okay, and and the contract worth 3.4 billion dollars. 3.4 billion dollars is for NASA's planned third human landing on the moon, under its Artemis program. Artemis uh, program, like the Wild Wild West. Uh, And then they have in parentheses here: Bezos owns the Washington Post. Bezos owns the Washington Post. So. You see, the uh, uh, SpaceX and Elon Musk way ahead, way ahead in this. But now, uh, Bezos is no longer on the, uh, on the nice list. Now he's on the naughty list for the Democrat Party because he believes in free speech. And he gives everybody free speech. And the left is against that because they're not liberals, they're the left, right? So he got that. And that reminded me, because I try to remember stuff, um, that reminded me, that Jeff Bezos, in was it 2013? Um, this is a crazy story, and and here it is from March 20th of 2013. Amazon, that's uh, your uh, Bezos, ink's 600 million dollar deal with CIA, with CIA uh, for cloud computing, cloud computing, right? Amazon has reportedly won a $600 million 10-year contract to supply cloud computing services to the CIA, Technology News uh, reported on that day. And, uh, you know, a a pretty crazy contract, CIA. And they said this really broke with the norms at CIA, which kept everything on the inside. But this time they decided to go with the Amazon uh, thing and go with him and $600 million uh, deal with the CIA. I thought, well, wow, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? And then, again, let me give you the date on this because it matters. This is March 20th of 2013. March 20th of 2013. $600 million deal. Okay. And then in August of 2013, August 5th, the headline was, Washington Post to be sold to Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon. Huh. Isn't that interesting? So the, uh, Bezos de- decided to buy the Washington Post and to pay $250 million in cash to the Post. And um, so wait a minute. He got in 2013, earlier in 2013, he got a $600 million contract to do cloud, provide cloud services, storage of their data, right, uh, for the CIA, $600 million 10-year deal. And then a few months later, he bought the Washington Post for $250 million dollars. Now, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just sharing with you a couple of couple of facts that are right here. They're both in the Washington Post, so it must be true, right? Uh, and uh, that's kind of odd. And then Elon Musk falls from grace with the Washington Post and, and Jeff Bezos and the Democrat Party, but what's the difference? Uh, and uh, gosh, uh, now he gets the multi-billion dollar space deal that Elon Musk was way ahead on. And got the first deal, he's going to land on the moon first. But Bezos is a loyal and faithful Democrat. He, uh, When Hillary Clinton was running for president and there was a 97% probability that she was going to win, Jeff Bezos came to Washington, D.C. and bought a museum. He bought the textile museum and he uh, kicked them out and turned it into his estate in Washington, D.C. And in fact, the liberals showed up in front of his house with the guillotine also and did the guillotine thing in front of his house like they did in front of the White House when Trump was living there. But pay no attention to any of this. Just remember that Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism is that it is a merger of state and corporate power. Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism. Pay no attention. $600 million contract with the CIA to store their data. A few months later, $250 million to buy the Washington Post. Sure, Elon Musk falls from grace because he's a free speech guy and he took over Twitter, which was important to them, very, very important to the Democrat Party to control the message. Information dominance is what it's all about. Its official reports say that the banking collapse of 2023, more devastating than the banking collapse of 20 eight. 2008, Right now, a series of global financial dominoes are falling, you may have noticed, and it may not be over yet, but don't wait for the email popping into your file saying, sorry, your account has been frozen. We've all got to take action now to protect what we've worked so hard to build. Time to call my friends at American Alternative Assets and request your free wealth protection guide. Call American Alternative Assets at 888, the number 4, GOLD20. 888-446-5360. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequences, by the way. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to get your free gold and silver guide today. Again, call 888-446-5360. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Now, all of this is just, you know, another day in Washington, Bezos, multi-billion dollar contract, space program, CIA contract, Washington Post, pay no attention just the merger of state and corporate power. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... Now, uh, tying a number of elements from uh, today's big radio broadcast together, the corrupt FBI and uh, CNN and the merger of state and corporate power in the form of the Democrat Party and the media and the Bezos billionaires of the world, the information oligarchs and uh, so on, um, you know that the, the FBI... Uh, There are whistleblowers that have come forward and said that the FBI possesses documents that establish that Joe Biden, as vice president, was taking payments from corrupt actors overseas. And um, and so the Congress, exercising their oversight authority under the Constitution, requested the document from the FBI, and the FBI stonewalled. And eventually, the Congress, the Republicans, and the House of Representatives—it's important to have at least one House of Congress— they subpoenaed, they issued a subpoena to the FBI, and the FBI said, uh, hell no, uh, we won't go. It's almost time, I think, that the U.S. Capitol Police go down there in armored vehicles with a battering ram and uh, go in and take the document from the corrupt FBI. Maybe, uh, you know, Peter Stroke and Andrew McCabe will be standing outside. And today's news is the Daily Mail out of the U.K., but not in Jeff Bezos, Washington Post. FBI again refuses to share document. Republicans say prove Biden was involved in criminal bribery scheme. You know, the uh, Biden organized crime family. With Foreign National, 24 hours after Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy said they would hand it over. See, and we played the audio uh, of Kevin McCarthy saying, oh yeah, the FBI is now, they're going to hand it over now. And once again, they were lying. Uh, And why is the FBI in bed with the biden family and the democrat party protecting them from from any harm Uh, i've got more for you on this coming up because there are a lot of details and then the fbi spying on 278,000 americans here's uh here's another one uh illegally and this is this is not a big deal at jeff bezos newspaper either All right, a lot of crazy and corrupt old Washington, D.C. from the the U-Haul. And uh, that is a crazy story. They say that the uh, guy latest is he's a U.S. citizen. He was not on any watch list, any terror watch list or anything like that. Um, and I'm going to guess he's got some mental issues. I, I, I don't want to walk out on any limbs here, but I'm thinking U-Haul truck could crash into the thing, a guy named... Sayy, Varshith, Kandula with a Nazi flag. and I think we ought to check the mental health of the Secret Service uh, Uniform Division guys that laid the Nazi flag out on the asphalt also because uh, that's not what you do with evidence in a potential terror case. And they say he got out of the van, no video apparently. It's, it's the only thing uh, for which there is no video in the last like four and a half years, I think, anywhere near the White House and Lafayette Park. And um, they said he made comments, I think derogatory comments, about Joe Biden and about Kamala Harris. Kamala. So uh, that much we have. About uh, six months from now, they'll say, well, he appears to be somewhat mentally wobbly. And his parents knew that and, and on and on. But in any case, we got that going for us. And Jeff Bezos gets a new multi-billion dollar deal, thanks to the Biden White House, with NASA, because he's a spaceman. Spaceman. And we got all that going. Now, the, the this is a big story, though. FBI agent, uh, F- FBI again, rather, refuses to share a document with Republicans in Congress that a whistleblower says would prove that Joe Biden was involved in criminal bribery uh, scheme or schemes when he was... Vice President of the United States, involving a foreign national. And, you know, we learned last week what it was Romania, right? Romania that he uh, was involved with. Pay no attention, though. Jeff Bezos's Washington Post is not making any head of that. There is another FBI, uh, and again, with this, uh, the the Congress has subpoenaed this document, and the FBI is stonewalling the Congress. You may remember when the Treasury Department Uh, stonewalled the Congress on the uh, more than 100 suspicious activity reports involving Biden family financial transfers. And and that was okay with the Washington Post as well. They do have a $600 million contract storing the CIA's data. You know, you scratch my back. uh, Circle fest in a hot tub, as it were. So the FBI again refused to hand over the internal document that Republicans claim show President Biden involved in a criminal scheme, and that's the word that the Republicans and the House of Representatives have used after speaking to the whistleblowers, and the whistleblowers describing what is contained in the document or documents. The House Oversight Committee, which is leading the investigation into the influence peddling by the first family, that is the entire first family, including the President of the United States, But the uh, Bureau, on Monday, refused to hand over the file. See, it's a file, so it could be, they keep calling it a document. You know, in D.C., a document could be 300 pages. Could be one page, could be 300 pages. But a file would suggest uh, some length to that. So the Bureau's stonewalling came as a second IRS whistleblower came forward claiming he, too, was sidelined from the Hunter Biden probe Is it an ever-expanding probe? When he claimed the president's son was getting preferential treatment at the IRS. no, can you imagine? And then he lied on the form to get a firearm, right? And then you remember he was having sex with his brother's widow and his brother's widow's sister. You remember that? Not necessarily at the same time as far as we know, but could be. Uh, Is there a video of that? Because I know he posts a lot of video of a lot of stuff with prostitutes. So the FBI missed a noon deadline Wednesday, May 10th, to provide the document, angering Republicans on Capitol Hill, who said that FBI Director Christopher Wray may face consequences. Yeah, the key word there is may. All right? that's a month in the year, and uh, and uh, may. That's the that's the key thing there. So once again, the FBI is the bad guy. Now here's another story that uh, broke: FBI improperly surveilled. 278,000 times improperly in 2021, targeting political donors, whose political donors do you think they were targeting, and protesters, court filings reveal. A recently unsealed Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, that's your FISA court, which uh, the uh, James Comey and John Brennan lied to and they altered a document at the FBI to get uh, the illegal warrants to spy on members of Trump's inner circle, uh, Carter Page. And then there was George Papadopoulos uh, ensnared by this woman, Azra Turk, in the honeypot trap in London, uh, making it an international operation run by our federal law enforcement and intelligence services. This is like out of a John le Carré story. This is completely nuts. So the recently unsealed FISA court filing revealed that the Federal Bureau of Investigation improperly surveilled Americans more than 278,000 times in the uh, year ending November of 2021. They're the government, so they go by a fiscal year, which is not the calendar year. The Gregorian calendar is is not uh, a good fit for them, so they've come up with their own calendar. According to a 127-page court filing from April of 2022 that was unsealed, On Friday, the FBI improperly used warrantless surveillance powers to target individuals who protested at the Capitol on January 6, 2021. During the George Floyd riots in the summer of 2020, the agency also surveilled 19,000 people who donated to a defeated congressional candidate. Wow. But all of this is okay, right? You know, how busy can Congress be investigating the FBI? We need even Chunk Todd, said it the other day. Chunk, a former Democrat Senate campaign staffer, his wife, a Democrat Party apparatchik, who has brought in millions from the Bernie Sanders campaign and and so on to her company. Uh, But pay no attention to that. Even Chunk Todd, the other day, said it's time for another uh, church committee commission. Look, trust in the FBI is eroding left and right. You think? feels like we're in the moment that we need a real church committee, that this is a moment like Jay, when the J. Edgar Hoover FBI clearly was no longer helping the American people. There was a moment. This feels like we might be in one of those moments. Yeah. Wow. He must have listened to my show for 20 minutes. Something like that. So he didn't learn that uh, from NBC or MSDNC. That's uh, that's for sure. Just uh, just amazing. And uh, Frank Church, a, a, a an Idaho Democrat in the 1970s, uh, headed a A committee, a commission to look at abuses by the FBI uh, and the intelligence community uh, in the 1960s and the 1970s. And J. Edgar, I'm a Mary J. Edgar Hoover, um, who is uh, talked about it recently, buried in the Congressional Cemetery in Washington, D.C., close to his man friend, uh, Clyde Tolan. And they're buried close to one another, they were very close. But never mind that, the, uh, so the FBI improperly surveilled, and, that, and that's okay. And now the uh, New York Post, the Washington Examiner, but not the Washington Post, have another story as well, and not CNN. Hunter Biden investigation, second IRS whistleblower, claims retaliation, the Washington Examiner writes, Jerry Dunlavey, Justice Department reporter for them, doing real news. A second IRS whistleblower has alleged retaliation for raising concerns that the Justice Department leadership was acting inappropriately in the investigation into Hunter Biden. Now, turns out the IRS was investigating, you may recall, Hunter Biden's many uh, financial abuses and the the, uh, suspicious activity reports out of the Treasury Department, which Joe Biden's Treasury Department stonewalled the Congress on. Uh, and then it turned out there was a team at the IRS looking into the Biden family abuses focused on Hunter, but it was broader than that. And the Justice Department intervened, and the entire team at the IRS was was taken off of the case and put on, like, uh, lunch patrol or, you know, some other duty. The allegation from an IRS case agent came a month after an IRS supervisory special agent revealed to Congress— that politics had infected the case involving President Joe Biden's son, and uh, boy, if we had a news media, what they might do with this. The New York Post has the story there, you know. And remember, the New York Post had the story on Hunter Biden before the election, and the FBI intervened by going to Twitter and Facebook and recommending, wink, wink, that they not allow people to share that information because there's a lot of Russian disinformation out there. Unfortunately, it was apparently coming through. The FBI, but uh, the New York Post has it too. Second hunter by IRS whistleblower emerges after dismissal, despite five years on the case. Now, how long can this stuff take? You know, if it were you or me, uh, they'd be knocking on your door, lickety split, wouldn't they? Yes, they would. Very corrupt people. Very corrupt. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Senator Tim Scott, who uh, announced yesterday that he's running for the presidency of the United States as a Republican. And the racists are already after him. You now the Democrats on Twitter and so on—they they labeled him Uncle Tim, a, a little play on you know Uncle Tom for Democrats listening along might have to help uh, calling which is a race traitor. Although the real Uncle Tom was nothing of the kind in the story Uncle Tom's Cabin, but pay no attention to reality and facts and history and literature. Uh, just gloss over that—it's a slur used by, generally speaking, Democrats uh, to. Smear African Americans who are pro-American and conservative, and and uh, don't bow to the party of the Confederacy and the Klan and Jim Crow, and the soft bigotry of low expectations. But pay no attention to that. So here is uh, Senator Tim Scott yesterday making his announcement, and, and the you know the view they go after it's the usual rules. They they trot out their black people who are lefties to attack the black people who, are, and the white people just say, oh really. You know, uh, the, uh, here's uh, Senator Tim Scott yesterday at his announcement.
2: Under President Biden, our nation is retreating away from patriotism and faith. The fewest people in 30 years believe that their kids will be better off than their parents. And the radical left is pushing us into a culture of grievance instead
1: of a culture of greatness. There is no status more exalted than the status of victim. We know that uh, that has been very well established. Um, Senator Tim Scott. Went on the uh, Fox News channel last night as well.
2: We do not live in a nation of grievance. We live in a nation of greatness.
1: So allowing the life story
2: to impact how we share the gospel of good news, of conservative values, conservative principles with the American people. That's the power of persuasion. Having lived the story myself, I believe that makes me uniquely qualified to push back on the radical left.
1: Um. And, uh, and his uh, story is a great and amazing story, and he's a person of faith. I was uh, uh, reading to you yesterday, the Washington Post reporter, going to him and asking him if he's a, if he's a virgin. This is, and the guy's writing a book about him, and it will be promoted. Oh, yeah, James Comey has a, uh, has a book coming out. Remember he said that his FBI notes on his briefing of President Trump, where he misled uh, President-elect Trump at the time, he said it was his diary, and uh, we played uh, the best of bread. I found uh, your diary underneath the tree. Now there is a uh, front page um, story in the style section of the Washington Post today about James Comey's new book coming out. And it is a glorious depiction of Comey in his new book because he's on Team Democrat. You know, he's the permanent bureaucracy. He's the deep state. But on The View yesterday, you've heard of The View. It's a television show on ABC, and they pay these leftists to go on there and disseminate leftists and Democrat Party propaganda, uh, but I repeat myself. Sonny Hoston. I like to call her Sonny Hostin. Uh, she was, you know, they got, uh, what is it, Sonny, Whoopi, and Joy. They got Sonny, Whoopi, and Joy, and they're the most miserable people on television. No sense of irony, these people. Uh, but Sonny, Whoopi, and Joy, they uh, they don't like this uh, whole Tim Scott thing. I think it's because they're racist. Sonny Hoston on uh, Tim Scott.
0: I think one of the issues that Tim Scott um, has is that he seems to think because I made it, everyone can make it, ignoring, again, the fact that he is the exception and not the rule. And until he is the rule, then he can stop talking about systemic racism. He's got Clarence Thomas syndrome.
1: He's got Clarence Thomas syndrome. That's what it is. Uh, Any successful African-American that doesn't sing from the Democrat Party's uh, sheet music is smeared and slandered and dragged down it's the the crab barrel thing and um you know wh- wh- he thinks because he made it that everybody can make it i i don't know if you're familiar with the song new york new york but <laughs> you know if you can make it there you can make it anywhere uh, it's up to you new york new york um not everybody makes it uh it, it whatever you mean by that sunny and whoopee and joy not everybody makes it i don't know you ever been to the hollers of west virginia where fentanyl and methamphetamine run rampant and, and uh, you know, poverty and squalor are uh, commonplace. I think probably not. I'm guessing not. You think, like, see, they pretend they live in this imaginary, demented, racist world. She's uh, a, a woman of color, I guess. Not a lot of color, but, you know, some color. And uh, so she's going after Tim Scott because he thinks that everybody can make it just because he made it. Well, now what he's saying is, and he's got Clarence Thomas syndrome. whoopee jumps in. Now uh, Clarence Thomas came from the most humble of backgrounds, and and he is a, a friend of mine. I need to say up front, but uh, he came from the most humble of backgrounds, and uh, he arose to great heights in the United States of America because we are a great country, and and he's a great man, and he's a great Supreme Court justice, and and these people smear. Anybody that doesn't sing from their sheet music and they use racist smears to do it. Um, we still have uh, Whoopi, uh, Whoopi on this too. But the idea is, you know, everybody, uh, he thinks everybody can make it because he came, Senator Tim Scott, from humble beginnings. And uh, he's a United States senator running for the presidency of the United States. How dare he? Doesn't he know not everyone is a U.S. senator? Well, actually, Sonny, there are only 100 U.S. senators. I'm not sure if you're familiar with our system of government, but there are only 100 uh, U.S. senators and uh, only one president at a time, too, interestingly. Maybe Barack Obama and uh, Senator Tim Scott and Clarence Thomas could teach you kids something at The View. On the other hand, probably not.
0: When they decide something is not right for them, they're going to take it into their own hands. Well, we got tired of tripping over women in bathrooms, public bathrooms, who were giving themselves abortions because there was nowhere safe, nowhere clean, nowhere to go.
1: That's right. Whoopi Goldberg's reality there. Whoopi Goldberg's life. Her name is Karen, by the way, not Whoopi. Johnson, by the way, not Goldberg. The ultimate uh, Karen. And uh, everywhere you went, you went to every ladies room you went into, there were women sprawled out on the floor giving themselves abortions. That was America Uh, and uh, crazy. And then uh, the lunatic, Whoopi, the ironically named Whoopi Goldberg, yesterday attacking Senator Tim Scott.
0: If he had come out and he had said, you know what? Here's what has been happening, and here's how I'm going to change it. Yeah. Instead, for me, he came out and did that dog whistle. Mm-hmm. Dog whistle. Victimhood. Victimhood. As soon as you say that, you know what he's talking about. I what? didn't like that. I didn't like You know, I don't like the idea they agree. that he's got this... This idea that people don't take responsibility for what they do. And that's why I said, listen, you should talk to your party first, because they didn't take responsibility. So I want, you know, listen.
1: Because they didn't take responsibility. For what? Winning the Civil War, the (laughs) Civil Rights Movement? Uh, uh, I'm a little confused. Moving Democrat Governor Orville Faubus out of the schoolhouse door at Central High in Little Rock, Arkansas in 1957. And. Uh, gosh, I don't know. James Earl Ray, the, uh, the Democrat campaign volunteer, presidential campaign volunteer, uh, pay no attention to that. And now uh, he's talking about the opposite of victimhood. He's uh, talking, uh, it was the whole point of his speech, which Whoopi Goldberg obviously completely misunderstood or at least misinterpreted for public consumption. The dog whistle—they love these dog whistles. Republicans never speak in code. We don't use dog whistles. We actually say what we mean and mean what we say. And the Democrats are completely befuddled by that. They can't—they can't figure that out. But he was talking about the opposite of victimhood—the the exact opposite, the polar opposite. <laughs>